Welcome everybody to another episode of Nerdgasm. It is your friend and host. My name is Nerd. Welcome. Season 1, episode 4 of the show. It's getting more and more comfortable sitting behind this mic doing this podcast. And honestly, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun experimenting with the visual effects and all of the different features and things that I can do on the show. And watching the show evolve from just the first episode now to the fourth um a couple of quick things um i'm really liking the not being on camera aspect of it i don't think people tune in those of you that do tune in uh don't tune in to see me and if you're listening on amazon or spotify or any other podcast service you're definitely not tuning into the show to see me you're tuning in to listen so Having this non-camera aspect to the YouTube video part of it and having other visualizations, it's been really fun experimenting with. And I think I'm going to continue to experiment with that and make it much catchier. I might include some visual aspects and pictures and links and things like that for the YouTube audience. Um, Also, another announcement. I do believe we will wrap up Season 1 in just a couple more episodes and with that we will retire the name of the show nerdgasm because it's not embodying what i envisioned the show to be it sounds kind of silly um and if truth be told um i want the show to be taken a little bit more seriously and i want to take it in a more serious direction going into the future so i do think changing the name of the podcast for season two would be beneficial so i am open to suggestions Uh, you can leave comments here on the youtube channel you can hit me up in the discord you can send me an email you can um reach out to me on any social media twitter um i'm available and uh make some suggestions and maybe if it's good enough i'll choose it um and uh we'll leave it open we'll go from there Uh, but right on to the show um so today we are talking about And the theme of this season is UFOs, aliens, uh, and that um, topic, that subject material. Um, So moving right along, as you can tell from the title of this podcast, we are talking about NASA conspiracies. Now, just like in the last episode, uh, I explained the imagery that the title of the episode, what it invokes in your mind when you first hear the title. Before you clicked play, the title NASA Conspiracy, I bet you 80% of you thought the entire episode was going to be dedicated to how NASA faked the moon landing, right? Like, when you think of the words NASA Conspiracy, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. And I would say that you're right in a sense. Because most NASA conspiracies stem from that. Um, Everything starts in 1969, right? With the Apollo 11 moon landing. That's where people assume that everything starts when it comes to NASA conspiracies. Um, You would be right. There's a laundry list of things... um, 
I could get into for hours and hours and hours talking about the NASA and the moon landing conspiracy. And it just... It's been a topic that's been talked about so much. Literally since 1969. It's almost like dedicating an episode to Roswell. What more could my show that only gets a handful of listeners... What more can I contribute to the topic that hasn't already been said or done or talked about? Like, am I really going to research this so much that I find some new piece of evidence that's going to break the internet? No, I'm not. That's why Roswell hasn't strictly been a focus of an episode. It's been 80 years plus since it happened, right? fucking the moon landing has been 60 years plus since it happened we're not going to drudge up old arguments about some long begotten conspiracy on whether or not the moon landing was fake i could sit here for an hour and give you facts that support the theory that we did not go to the moon i could also give you an hour's worth of facts that support the fact that we did go to the moon so let me put it to bed for you we're not going to talk about the supposed moon landing being faked or not but everybody asks me when they find out i believe in aliens and ufos and i find out that i i talk about all this kind of stuff and they ask me well do you you probably think we didn't go to the moon i think we've been to the moon i think we've been to the moon um, I do believe that we went to the moon in the Apollo missions. I cannot for sure say whether or not the Apollo 11 was fake or accurate. But I can say that we probably have been to the moon. Um, there's just too many differing pieces of evidence that contradict each other. Both pro and against us going to the moon that I can't say for certain for that one particular mission. I, I do believe that other Apollo missions later on the seventies and eighties. Yes, we've been to the moon. I can't say for certain the Apollo 11 mission, that initial moon landing was real or fake. I, I, I just couldn't tell you. And I don't have an opinion on it because I haven't made an opinion on it yet. I could go either way. I could wake up one morning in one mood and wake up the next morning in a totally different one when it comes to that. I do believe, however, that there's other things going on with the moon that we haven't been told. And that our government and NASA and other organizations haven't shared with us. Whether for secrecy, aliens, national security, whatever the reasoning might be. One of the things I've heard before when people talk about the fake or non-fake moon landing argument is, well, we haven't been back since. Well, that's, that's true and not true. Okay, the Apollo 11 mission wasn't the only mission where we landed on the moon. Okay, there were multiple successive Apollo missions where we went to the moon. So we have been back to the moon. We haven't been back in maybe 30 years. But I have my own theory as to why we haven't been back to the moon. I think we have been, and it hasn't been talked about, hasn't been broadcast or publicized. I do believe that we have a permanent um, presence on the moon. 
I do believe that the International Space Station isn't the only space station that we have. And we're going to get into all that tonight. So yeah, the NASA conspiracy, in my mind, in my opinion, begins, yes, with the, with the supposed fake Apollo 11 moon landing in 1969. There are other aspects that lead me to believe that NASA is a front organization. They are more, I mean, yes, they send missions to space, but now in 2022, private companies have started to travel to space. You, know, you got SpaceX, you got Deep Blue, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Uh, you got that billionaire Virgin Mobile guy um, going up into space. And it's quickly becoming fair game for anybody with a deep enough pocket to go to space. Soon, in another 20, 30 years, it's going to be even more common, right? So NASA has shifted from being a space exploration agency to more of a PR company, right? They are the face of the government's space program. I believe that they've become more involved with damage control, information, and what gets released and what doesn't. I do believe that we've been lied to, misled, and withheld from NASA so many times that it is hard to believe when they tell us something is fact. It's like the boy who cried wolf. And I just can't take NASA seriously. I am hoping that within my lifetime, I'm 41 years old, I'm hoping within my lifetime, private business and their, and commercial space travel becomes a thing. I hope that an Elon Musk satellite orbits the moon and, and Mars and gets answers and proves NASA lied to us. I, I hope that happens in my lifetime. Just so I can point a finger and say, haha. You lied to us. We knew all along. Some of you may or may not have known. We're going to start with some of the more commonly known things in space involving NASA that have been talked about. No, we, we started with the moon landing. We're going to skip over that one. It's too easy of a topic, right? I could fill an episode with that and waste time. The face on Mars. Some of you may or may not know what I'm talking about? In the 1970s, NASA launched two spacecrafts called Viking 1 and Viking 2 on missions to Mars. Both spacecraft photographed the surface of Mars and sent images back to NASA. In one photo, a hill on Mars' surface looks like a little face. Hence the term, the face on Mars. Um, it is in the, what they call the Cydonia region of Mars. So if you want to Google it, you can look it up. C-Y-D-O-N-I-A. The Cydonia region of Mars. Or just Google face on Mars. If you don't know what I'm talking about, pull it up on your phone. You'll see. You'll be able to follow along. Now, there was an author and a conspiracy theorist, Richard Hoagland, uh, back in the 70s. 
who went a step further and said that it didn't just look like a face, it was definitely a face. NASA has since claimed that, you know, because tricks of lighting and, you know, low-resolution cameras and shadows and way the, the light casts shadows on the surface, it made it look like a face. To me, it looks like a face. To everybody I've ever showed the picture to randomly, and I've done that randomly, like, hey, what does this look like? A face, a face, a face, a face. That's, I get that. And then I tell them, yeah, this is a picture of something on Mars. And they were like, oh, is that real? You know, and that's the... There's this theory that people see patterns. They see what they want to see. That the mind sees what it wants to see, right? When you look at a cloud and you see a bunny rabbit and the next person might see a fucking chainsaw, it's what the imagination and what the mind wants to see. The cloud isn't actually a bunny rabbit. That would be ludicrous. That's the argument NASA has taken. When other satellites photographed the surface of Mars, the picture of the Cydonia region revealed that the face was just an eroded mesa. They took more higher resolution photos of that same area years and decades later. And yes, the face does look like a mountainous region that is shaped very similar to the original photo, but doesn't have any of the shadowing, the lighting, and doesn't look like a face. I believe those images were doctored, as do millions of people who know what this topic is about. There is a psychological phenomenon called pareidolia, and that's what I was referring to, where human beings will see patterns, um, they will see images where there is none. You look at a cloud, you see a bunny rabbit. You see Abraham Lincoln on a burnt piece of toast. You see a Cheeto that looks like Elvis. You know, these things sell for thousands of dollars on eBay. And it's very suggestive, right? When you, when I take a Cheeto and I say, man, this looks like Elvis. And I show it to you and I say, does this look like Elvis? What am I doing? I'm planting that seed in your head, right? I'm planting that subconscious, psychological, you want to see what I see. Your brain, your ego, your subconscious wants to be, you, it wants to see what everybody else sees, right? It wants to be part of the cool kids club. It doesn't want to be left out. It wants to be included. It's going to see what I just told you it's going to see. See that cloud up there? Doesn't that look like a bunny rabbit? Oh yeah, it kind of does. Doesn't this Cheeto look like Elvis Presley? Oh yeah, it kind of does. But the fact is, if I show you this picture and you've never seen it before, and all I say to you is, what does this look like? And 100% of the people say, that looks like a face. Where is the suggestion? Where is the psychological trick? Where is the deception? Where is the leading question? There is none. What does this look like to you? Oh, it looks like a butterfly. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. Somebody said it looked like a butterfly. No, 100% of people said it looked like a face on Mars. I can tell you I've seen that image. I don't believe the fact that NASA has been honest about that. And just like the moon landing, you know, people say, oh, we haven't been there 30 years. 
NASA has gone back to the Cydonia region of Mars. They've taken photos with, with higher resolution cameras. and They do look doctored. I will be honest with that. Now, I am no photo expert. I'm very familiar with photography. I'm very familiar with photo editing software, Photoshop, and all those different programs. I can tell you the newer, updated, quote-unquote, higher-resolution photos do look a little doctored. Now, maybe it's my own preconceived notions about Mars that lead me to believe that it could be a face, right? Because I have a theory that Mars was once inhabited. Mars was probably once like Earth had an atmosphere, had continents, had oceans, had life. I believe this. You might not believe it, I do. So maybe in the back of my mind, I want my beliefs to be validated. And in so in doing so, in that validation, I see the face on Mars. Who knows? I don't think we're getting a an honest answer from NASA on that one. NASA's taken other pictures on Mars, too, that have been just as questionable. The rover, being one of them, has taken so many photos of things on Mars that have just raised red flags. I've seen photos of what look like people structures this is on mars buildings artifacts things that are either pyramid shaped cube shaped or perfect spheres things that are not found geologically in nature like on a planet on mars now perfect spheres are found in nature yes bubbles flowers things like that that are perfect Perfect cubes, perfect pyramids, perfect triangles can be found in nature, right? But mostly like plant life, things of that nature. Just recently, NASA took a photo. This is in May 16th of this year. And now I'm on, I'm on the internet. I'm on, I'm on uh, sky.com. Okay, it's a very popular um, NASA slash scientific journal. Uh, about space, moon landings, you name it. NASA took a picture of and published a picture of Mars uh, Curiosity rover snapped a picture on Mars of a doorway. And there's no doubt about it. It is a rectangular doorway carved into the side of a cliff. Perfectly. It is a perfect rectangle. Now, it doesn't have like a wooden door with like hinges and doorknob. We're talking a doorway. A perfect rectangular doorway, minus a little bit of sand or dust or whatever on the bottom from however many hundreds or thousands of years of whatever. Settlement, sediment, and all that other shit. Perfectly rectangular doorway carved into the side of a mountain. Why? Now, if you look at this picture, and you can Google this, 
you look at this picture and you see through the doorway it's a very high resolution photo you look through the doorway and you can see the smoothest side of the interior that you'll ever see it's not like it's a rectangular doorway and then you look in the doorway and there's a bunch of jagged rocks and it just it's like your mind playing tricks on you you look through this rectangular doorway and you see smooth walls and then there's like a crack in one of the walls that's it that's all you see perfectly rectangular perfectly smooth on the inside of the mountain you look around the outside and it's all jagged rocks and how you would expect a martian mountainside cliffside to look you look in this doorway it's the smoothest cut the smoothest surface you've you'll ever see it looks like you know you took a fucking piece of equipment and cut a door into a rock it, it, it i can't make this shit up that's a doorway on mars this is published this is this is what it is There's been a long-standing belief of structures on Ma on uh, the moon. Various NASA missions and space flights and uh, satellite imagery from the moon have captured all kinds of crazy weird shapes, right? Cubes and dome-looking structures on, on the moon. And they've been laughed off. They've been explained by, you know, so-called experts. Well, that's a trick of lighting, and that's just a rock that's the size of a fucking football field, and it just happens to be shaped like a, a dome on one side of it, so it's your eyes playing tricks on you. And those of us in this community that have been investigating this stuff have s taken a step back and just been like, you know what? Okay. Okay. Okay, and we just keep accepting these explanations, right? Because all we had to go off of was NASA. That's all we had. It was it was Americans and the Russians. The space race. They put Sputnik in. They put a cosmonaut up in space. We had to beat him to the moon. John F. Kennedy's mission, we had to beat him. It was all we had was NASA and Russia. That's it. And before I get into why that's a good point, let me back up to the moon landing conspiracy. As I was reaching, researching this, and I tell you guys every week, I spend a good amount of time doing the research for the next episode. And in this week's bit of research, a counter-argument for faking the moon landing. Well, if we faked it, Russia would have found out, China would have found out, somebody would have called foul, right? Especially our mortal enemies, the Russians, who we were trying to beat. They would have called foul. They would have said we faked it. They would have gave evidence, right? I didn't know this until just two days ago. And I, I had to research this and find out for a fact. And I can assure you guys, if you want to research this, you can. I'm going to save you the time. I'm going to ask you to trust me. Because it took me doing a little bit of digging to find out for sure. But I can tell you that this is a fact. The first year 
within the first year of us landing on the moon in 1969 with the Apollo 11 mission, we were sending, this is in the middle of the Cold War, we were sending financial and agricultural aid to Russia. We were actually giving them food because they were starving. They were a communist country. It was like, it was bad agriculturally. And we were giving them food. Within a year of us landing on the moon, the amount of food that we were shipping and donating to Russia multiplied tenfold. Tenfold. Instead of sending them one bag of rice, we send them ten. <laughs> ten times the amount of aid after we landed on the moon is what we shipped. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I'll leave you with that. That's all I'm going to say. I can't keep coming back to this moon landing thing. Anyway, we don't have to rely on Russia any. I'm sorry, on NASA anymore. And that's where I'm going with this bit. Because now we have China. China is sending a, a crew to the to the moon. They've already sent a rover to the moon. Some of you know this. Some of you might not know this. China's and I'm I'm sorry if I butcher the name. Their rover is named U two two. I guess U two one something happened to it. I don't know. Y U T U and then the number two. U two or Yatu two rover is actually on the moon right now. And this story comes from December 5th of 2021, just last year, six months ago. China's U-22 rover was on Mars and took a picture. And off in the distance, you can see a perfectly, off in the horizon, perfectly cubed structure like a building, perfectly cubed. And this picture is in amazing quality because the cube that they took a picture of, uh, let me pull it up here. I, I don't want to give you any incorrect information. I believe it says, yeah, it was a 380 kilometers away. So from 380 kilometers, they took a photo of a perfect cube. Do you know how big something has to be to take a picture of it from 300 kilometers away and still see its basic shape? I don't think you understand that. That is a long fucking way. So to take a picture from that far away and still be able to see the general shape and size of an object, that object, two things have to happen. Your camera has to be amazing, which, I mean, it's 2021 and it's China. I'm sure they have pretty good fucking cameras. And number two, that object has to be massive. Massive. It has to be huge. So good luck explaining that away, NASA, as a boulder. 
or a trick of lighting because it's on the horizon it's not that they're not looking down at it this rover is at ground level and it's looking off into the moon's horizon so you have gray moon and black sky and up against that black sky protruding out of the moon's surface is a giant fucking gray cube and the nice thing is that's not NASA that wasn't one of ours guys NASA can't lie to you NASA can't come to you and say oh uh, you know it's a trick it's a meteor it was a plume of dust off in the distance from an old rocket it it's you know it's a smudge on the camera lens what I like about it sorry I took a sip of my tea what I like about it is you know what the Chinese said oh we gotta get over there and see what that is it's exactly what they said hey we'll report back and in a few months few years whatever when we cycle back here we're gonna get closer to that thing and see what it is NASA would have been explained it away and then we would have never heard about it again so I can't wait for the day where this is NASA is not the only agency that we have to rely on when it comes to space exploration and answers to things that are mysterious in space there are a few other weird things about the moon that I want to talk about there is something called the Archimedes platform on the moon you can look this up I'm reading from this article here on livescience.com it says, during the Apollo missions, the lunar orbiter snapped several photos of the area around Archimedes Crater, including this one, which was subsequently published in National Geographic. This was published in National Geographic. It's on LiveScience.com. Lunar conspiracy theorists quickly zeroed in on the bottle-shaped object towards the bottom of the image which they said appears to be a platform of some kind. Based on the scale of the photo, the so-called Archimedes platform measures five miles long and one mile wide. I'm looking at this photo, guys. It is a perfectly flat and perfectly rectangular thing on the surface of the moon. It's protruding out of the surface. Now, picture a... This is the downside of, like, radio and spotify right i gotta like i gotta give you this visual with my voice here picture a runway at an airport raised off the ground that's what this is that i'm looking at a long rectangular shape perfectly flat protruding out of the ground looks like a runway NASA conspiracy theorist Richard Hoagland claims this photograph, the one I'm looking at now, taken by the Lunar Orbiter in February 1967, shows a mile-high spire rising from the lunar surface in the distance. They've dubbed it the Shard, quote-unquote, and argues that there is no plausible geological explanation for it, so it must be artificially made. This is true. 
I'm looking at this photo. What it looks like. Um, I'm trying to look at it by scale here. Picture a large open field. And then a skyscraper. There's no other caverns, no other craters, no other big giant rocks in the area. It is a large section of the moon that is almost virtually flat. And then this giant structure sticking out. And it's very tall and very thin and very building looking. Uh, where there's nothing else on the moon. The downside of that photograph of the quote-unquote shard, it's very blurry, it's hazy, could be anything. Um, I watched a video on this the other day, and somebody claimed that when this photo was taken, a meteor or a meteorite could have struck the moon, and this was like the plume of the dust and stuff coming out of the moon, like a, like a smoke pillar almost that could have made that shape which I can't dispute that so I can't say for sure um, I really wish I had a way to share these images with you guys maybe I'll have to work on that for the next season because I know where we're gonna go for the next season Did you guys know that NASA has an official policy when astronauts see a UFO and what they're supposed to say and do? This has a couple, this is a multifaceted discussion here there's a couple of points I want to make let me say that again did you know that NASA has an official policy on what astronauts are supposed to say and do when they see a UFO there's code words and code names that they give them bogey obviously everybody's familiar with that one right they call them Santa Claus, call them all kinds of things, fairies. Uh, this is real. You can look this up on Google, YouTube, whatever. You can see astronauts referring to a UFO as a bogey. Or the, the funniest one is when they call them Santa Claus. Um, two things about this that really upset me. Number one, the fact that NASA has an official policy on that is the most disturbing part, right? Because doesn't, isn't that admitting that there's something that you don't know about, right? Hey, um... Tigers aren't real. Okay. 
But if you ever see a tiger, I want you to call it an elephant. Okay? Just so we don't scare anybody. They're not real. But if you ever see one, you can't call it a tiger. Okay? So you don't want to scare anybody. Why would you have an official policy on what to call UFOs and unidentified spacecraft if you see them if they don't fucking exist that's number one of my multifaceted point here my two points number two why lie why must me continue to be lied to people why must NASA even have this policy we discussed this in episode one where we talked about fear and being conditioned where NASA will now have a policy to lie to the American people and to the world about what it sees who put them in charge who made them the kings of the space domain And whoever it was, my God, I'm glad they're about to get dethroned because we can't take it anymore. You have an official policy for something that doesn't exist. The most contradictory garbage I've ever heard in my life. And if that doesn't take the cake, people, this final point will. Let me pull up this article. So I can have all my facts together. Just a few years ago, there was a hacker. There was an IT expert named Gary McKinnon. He, uh, I want to say he was Swedish. I can't say because I don't know his nationality for sure but he wasn't American IT expert and so-called hacker Gary McKinnon has claimed in an interview with Rich Planet TV that he came across information relating to UFOs and extraterrestrial life during his infamous foray into NASA's computer system this was widely published and talked about about uh, seven or eight years ago this European we'll just say European because I don't know his country of origin I don't have it in front of me he hacked into NASA, and he downloaded tons of files, tons. While he was downloading files, he was browsing through some other files to add to what he was already downloading, and he came across a folder and some files called, quote-unquote, non-terrestrial officers. And as he was browsing this Excel spreadsheet, it was an Excel spreadsheet, His connection was interrupted. He was cut off. This Excel sheet, he explained, had the ranks, ranks, <laughs> rankings, and names of unknown individuals. Furthermore, Mr. McKinnon went on to say another sheet had tabs for material transfer between ships. 
When he tried to search for the names of the ships, approximately 8 to 10 in total, he was unable to come across anything that mentioned them, at least in public, reinforcing his assessment that these were part of a covert and non-terrestrial U.S. initiative. It wasn't a standard thing in the military at all, so I took it to be that they must have a secret space-based program, he said, although he conceded it was open to interpretation that it could be another term for astronauts. He was able to access these top-secret documents through a program called Land Search, which, after having gained control over the domain, had the ability to search all the files and folders on every machine. Following his arrest, Mr. McKinnon was subject to a lengthy and divisive legal quarrel concerning his extradition to the U.S., where prosecutors wanted him to stand trial. If convicted, he would have faced 60 years in prison. However, in 2012, Theresa May, the UK's Home Secretary, said he would not be sent to the US, justifying this decision on human rights grounds. The United Kingdom refused, our biggest ally, our biggest European ally, refused to allow one of their citizens to be extradited to the United States for prosecution because he would have faced 60 years in prison. This man went and hacked into the NASA computers, found a file marked non-terrestrial officers. Do you know what a non-terrestrial is? Somebody not on this planet. Terrestrial is somebody that is on this planet. An extraterrestrial is somebody from another planet. Terrestrial is a term for planet, Earth, a, a planetary body. Extraterrestrials come from extra, uh, another place. Non-terrestrial is just somebody who's not of this planet. They have ranks. They have ships. They have 8 to 10 ships in a 6-cell spreadsheet. It was so bad they wanted him prosecuted and facing up to 60 years in prison. This was in 2002. Now, fast forward about 16 years later, 2018, 2019. What did Donald Trump do, everybody? I understand he's not the world's favorite president. He's not a lot of people's favorite person. We're not going to get into that. We're just speaking about him as our 45th president, which he was. What did he do during his tenure as president? I'll give you a wild guess. He created the newest branch of the military, jokingly referred to as Space Force. There's even a Netflix show, okay? <laughs> it's actually kind of funny, but in all seriousness... We now have a branch of the military called the Space Force. Have you heard anything about it since? Have you gone to your local mall and seen a recruitment center for Space Force? Have you gotten, or your kid gotten any flyers in the mail when they start to get 18? To, hey, you should sign up for the Space Force. No. 
It's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, fucking National Guard. How do you get into the Space Force? Is there a recruitment center somewhere? Can I send them a letter? Do I show up at like their base and just sign up? I don't know. But we knew we now have a branch of the military called the Space Force, and their sole purpose is to, well, as the name would imply, deal with threats and assessments of things in space. And I guarantee you the people in this branch of the military have ranks like captain and admiral and officers and do we have ships out there did somebody watch too much fucking stargate or star trek i don't know but it seems like the more outlandish the theory the more evidence there is to back it up did we fake the moon landing i don't know picture of a face on Mars could be photoshopped we have China taking pictures of structures on the moon I've first hand seen pictures of things on Mars that I could not fucking explain and believe me I would love to explain some of this stuff people I would love to sit here and tell you you know what that picture is a fucking boulder y'all are making too much out of this or that is a trick of lighting. You guys need to chill out. But I can't. The most outlandish theory I've proposed to you tonight about non-terrestrial officers and a hacker hacking into the national, I'm sorry, NASA's database is even plausible. It's not that hard to to imagine. And now we actually have a branch of the military only 16 years later they gotta have people in that branch right we just build a house and never let anybody move in there gotta be people in the space force they gotta have names they gotta have ranks what do they do are you going to sign up for the Space Force and never go to space? That's the fucking literally your job title. I believe we have bases on, on the moon. I do believe we have a branch of the military that is dedicated to moon bases, things going on in space that we are not told about. And NASA is more of a PR company and a lie machine than a space exploration organization. You should really do some research, people, on how much money the federal government allocates to NASA every year. Did you know there's some years since NASA's history, there have been some years where NASA has gotten more money than our defense budget? You know, the money we run our entire country on our defenses and missiles and soldiers pay and the cost of tanks and bullets, and training and overseas and aircraft carriers and fuel. There are some years in history where NASA has gotten more money than our total defense budget. 
you let me know what you guys think. I could go either way. It's a government agency. Does not have a good track record of telling the truth. They've lied to us before. They continue to lie to us now. I don't have any inclination that anything they tell us is true. But you be the judge. As I say all the time, do your own research, people. Read, read, read. Watch YouTube videos. Listen to podcasts. Formulate your own opinions. Educate yourselves. Don't take my word for it. Don't formulate your opinions on just something that I might have said. I do my best to do my research to bring you the facts as I know them. But there could be other facts out there I wasn't able to find that you might find and have a great counter argument. So let me know if you're if you're watching or listening to this on YouTube. Let me know in the comment section down below what you think. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Amazon Music or any other podcast service, feel free to click the link down below. Come and join us on YouTube. There's a link to my Discord too. You can come and join the discussion. I've only got a couple more episodes to go left in this season as we talk about UFOs, aliens, alien abductions, NASA, and all those other interesting topics before we wrap up season one. And like I said in the beginning of the show, we will be changing the name heading into season two. This has got me fired up. I really am like NASA's and my list of organizations that I just really hate. And hate is a strong word for me. Because the only thing I hate more than NASA is like the IRS. Don't get me started on that. Did you know the IRS isn't even a government agency? Did you know that? It's like the post office where like the employees are federal employees, but the IRS is a branch of the Treasury Department and the Federal Reserve. It's not even a government agency. It's probably the only thing I hate more than NASA. So I hope the Chinese are up there. I hope the Russians are up there. I hope the French. Um, India is going to start exploration in space. That's exciting. Um, a lot of other com countries are now joining the space race and putting equipment and putting men and women in space. And I think it's fucking exciting. Not just because I hate NASA. But I also think that the more people, the more countries, the more eyes and ears that we have up there is a larger opportunity for us to learn than what we've been fed. Because right now we only have NASA to tell us what we know about space. And I am obsessed with space. I'm a huge fan of it. I wish I could be in space. I want to learn everything about it. I'm a huge sci-fi nerd. And I, I don't like everything I know about it being spoon-fed to me in little bits by one government agency. I like the idea of other people in other countries being up there so we have more opportunity to learn and grow and just broaden our horizons and open our minds. 
You have Elon Musk with SpaceX. Very, very entertaining man. Very smart, ambitious. He wants to send people to Mars, colonize the moon and the Mars. I think this is exciting stuff, guys, and in our generation, no less. I hope some of this stuff happens while we're still alive. I hope we get to see the day a man or a woman lands and steps foot on Mars. I hope we see the day when our governments and our government agencies stop the shroud of secrecy and lies and misdirections and just be open and upfront with the people. Because I genuinely believe, and I, and I tried to say this in episode one, I think as a society and a culture, we are wiser than what we were 60, 70, 80 years ago. I think we can handle it. I think we can handle the truth. I think we can finally handle the truth. And honestly, I think we would be a better society for it. Learning that we're not alone in this universe might just wake us up. How precious our life is. How precious our planet is. How precious each one of you are. And we might realize that humanity is a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Maybe race wouldn't matter anymore. Maybe it wouldn't matter if you were black or white or Hispanic or Asian. Wouldn't matter if you were a man or a woman, if you were young or old. Maybe all of those prejudices would wash away if we knew we weren't alone in this universe anymore. And maybe, just maybe, Ronald Reagan was right. Maybe an existential threat from somewhere outside of this solar system would be the one thing that would bring us all together. But we'll never know as long as we got NASA lying to us. Right, guys? So that's been it for me tonight. My name is Nerd. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in for this week's episode of Nerdgasm. I will catch you guys on next week's episode. I, I do have two more episodes planned. Uh, a minimum an episode five and an episode six of season one. I do have two more topics I do want to get to with this um, season, and then we'll go on to season two. So with that being said, if you're on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button down below. Drop a comment. Let me know what you thought. If you're on Spotify, please hit that follow button and rate me. If you're going to give me a couple stars, that'd be awesome. Uh, until next week, guys, I will catch you in the next one. You guys take it easy, and by all means, educate yourselves. Tell somebody you love them. Take care of yourselves, guys, and I'll see you in a week.